Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It is Friday Night Lights with my good friends Willie Walls and the great Swami Odell Blocker. And we are previewing the AFC East. That's right, the division that has, I don't know, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Josh Allen, Mr. Tyreek Hill, and a few guys in New England. So let's kick it off, gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers is wearing a different shade of green. He is now playing for the Jets. He has decided that maybe he feels good about playing more than one year. Not so sure about that. But, Willie, are you buying into the Jets being a Super Bowl contender with Aaron Rodgers? I <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say Super Bowl contender, but they would be a lot better because their defense is nasty. And, 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 and you have a couple of things that are that are in play here. One is Brees Hall. Okay. You know, is he going to come back before the regular season starts? I don't know. You know, and then you got Dalvin Cook, who may be coming there. They're looking at him. They said it's a proper – it's a possibility that he go to the Jets that will help them out, and he can help supplement Brees Hall. You know, you got to remember the Jets haven't had a running quarterback since Vinny Testaverde. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, it's been no Mark Sanchez. I'm sorry, Mark's not Vinny Testaverde. Mark Sanchez ten years ago since last time they had a winning quarterback record. So the quarterback has been awful, but their defense is nasty. And when I say nasty, they are just nasty. And I'm going to tell you, I think with Aaron Rodgers being there, and, you know, I, I I think he's, you know, they brought a couple of his cast members from Green Bay there. And I think the maturity of the receiver, Mr. Wilson, the way he looks, did you see that catch that he made when, you know, he did that? And the thing that I look at that I like is, you know, the, those two Go, saw Saunders and what's they go at each other at practice. And you get to see the coach say, look, man, they just making each other better. You see that? That's why when they go, when they go out with other cornerbacks, it's gonna feel like he's been let out of jail. Cause he's going against Sauce. And the same thing for Sauce. I mean, he's going against an elite receiver with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers even have to tell him and say, look, man, he said, Man, that's a hell of a defensive play. Good job. I mean, Aaron is giving them that. I just think that. Between Aaron Rodgers and between, you know, that defense, I really do think that, you know, if, if Brees, the key to me is going to be Brees Hall. Brees Hall is the key. Brees Hall, before he got injured, was averaging 5.9 yards per carry. He was a monster, almost averaging, what, 11.5 yards per reception. Are you kidding me? Brees Hall is a beast. If they can get Brees Hall and then, you know, Aaron Rodgers, all, he doesn't have to win the game because that defense that they got, that front's up, they're going to keep him in the game, that defense. All he has to do is just do Aaron Rodgers type things. They're going to definitely be in the playoffs and depending on Brees Hall, I think, you know, who knows, you know, with Brees Hall back, man, Brees Hall is a, is a, is a beast. I love Brees Hall. 
So I'm going to add two points. I want to, well, I want to build on what Willie said. One, is Garrett Wilson a first round pick in a fantasy draft? And secondly, let's, we'll talk about Wilson. And do you think if they sign Dalvin Cook, that's because they're worried about Brees Hall? Because if they thought Brees Hall was playing week one, maybe they wouldn't need Dalvin Cook. You have Michael Carter, you get the kid from the University of Pittsburgh, right? Abaconda. So the question is, those two are the big pieces there, Swami. Wilson and Hall, are they, are, is Wilson a top guy and is Hall healthy? Let me tell you something here, Doc. Listen up, guys. Oh, wait a minute. One second. Hold on. Hello? Hey. Hey, Dalvin. How's it going, buddy? Yeah. No, I'm on with Willie and Doc now. Yeah. No. Hey, hey look, man. I got to be professional. I'm here on Friday Night Lights. But we're going to talk. All right? They call? Okay. All right, buddy. All right. That's my good buddy, <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's excited too, Doc. What he's been telling me all week. He said, if these jokers pull the trigger, I tell you what, I don't know if this the Green Bay Jets <laughs> or the New York Packers, but these jokers looking good, Doc. And that's the only thing that I got. The only thing, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson could emerge. He could emerge. But remember, Mr. Rogers brought a few pieces with him. He said, hey, guys, I'm going to New York. This going to probably be a ghost town. <laughs> you might want to call your real estate agent, too. Because if when I pull out of town, when this train leaves the station, we don't know what's going to happen back here. And they said, you know what? <laughs> you might be on to something. So guess what? Mr. Lazard. <laughs> And even, even Randall Cobb, they got him out the old folks' home. They say, you come too. I don't know what he's going to do. He must be a player coach. But he's showing up too. And I tell you what, they also got McCole Hardman, who I think is going to be interested in this offense. Garrett Wilson is the man, no question. He's talented, no question. But it's just when you say number one grade, when he's bringing a few pieces with him, that's the only concern that I had there. Is who is he going to develop with? I think Wilson is probably going to be the standout. I think he's going to be the person that emerges as his number one guy, just for his ability to get open, the routes that he run. I mean, the work that he's putting in, what he's, what he's been doing the last couple of years. It's just without question, he's the guy. I, I don't even know if that's debate. But I, and, and I don't want to get too far into speculating on, on Mr. Cook. He just texted me. This guy, he's crazy. I don't want to get too far into that, Doc. Because I tell you what, they have some running backs on this roster. Let me tell you, not just Mr. Brees Holm, who Wall's already talking about. Yes, he's recovering. I hope it's going well. We talked earlier. But we got Michael Carter. Remember, he was making a little bit of noise. But that's not what's got folks excited. Doc has already touched on it. Mr. Abanaconda. Walls, I sounded out for you. Don't get it wrong. Remember Mr. Tony Dorsett when he played at Pitt? This joker has those type of wheels, Walls. Look out. At his pro day, he ran a 4-2-6. He was just a little bit faster than you, Willie Walls, when you was playing college ball. He is an outstanding prospect. I like him a lot. Again, Doc, I know that's not exactly what you're asking for, but when you talk about the addition of some of these pieces, the speed that they got on offense, you bring it in a quarterback like him. And just like Walls mentioned, we got some all pros on the other side of the ball. Those anchors are still holding it down, not just Sauce, but we also got C.J. Moe. And don't forget Mr. Williams. The linebackers over there have come to play 
I like the Jets' chances of getting to the playoffs with a Mr. Aaron Rodgers walls. I don't know about what that comment was about when you said that I don't know in that deep breath because this team has enough talent, and now they didn't got some things going on that offense. If they can come out and get going early, look out for the Jets. Now, I don't forget really about Quentin Williams, who's the best I defensive lineman in the game said. for the Jets. He so, is a well, monster. Well, now, the reason I say it, I, I think about Wilson is just like with Devontae Adams. I think he's going to establish that relationship because he. One thing that he that he has is he always has that one guy that he's going to get that ball to, and I think that's going to be Mister Wilson. You know, so I think that I agree with the other pieces. It's going to help enhance him, but you know how Mister Rogers does. He will get that one guy who he trusts, and I'm going to tell you in this training camp. The way Mr. Wilson is looking, I love what he's doing, the way he competes every time. Plus, he's going against Sauce Gardner, which is the best thing you could go against. So when you play other guys, he's going to explode this year. I'm drafting Garrett Wilson in late round one or early round two in seasonal drafts. It's Brees Hall that I'm confused about. Because if he's healthy, he's a third-round pick. If he's not healthy, then Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall are splitting carries, and I'm not happy with either of them. So but, we'll have to see, but what's that? He coming back from ACL. That's kind of tough. You talking an early round pick. I don't know. And that's not forget. They also add another piece to that defense in their first round pick this year. Will McDonald is outstanding. He's a sack master. Yeah. So look out for the pressure they're going to be able to put on that side of the ball. He doesn't have to do anything but rush the quarterback. He, they don't need him to do play. It just gets to the quarterback. And if, they, <laughs> if he does that in that division, if you're not sacking – Josh Allen or Tua, you're not winning. All right, speaking of Josh hey, hey, Allen. Bro, one last thing. Remember, they only gave up 6.4 yards per attempt when they didn't get pressure on the ball. You know what I mean? So it's this is just second, man. I'm telling man, they are they, they want to be able to, they remind me of the young Ravens, you know, when the Ravens had that little little stuff going on. So I mean, they, well, this is a big year for Robert Sala. This is a big year for this team. I mean, the expectations are through the roof. Jet fans' expectations are through the roof. The Jet fans, anything less than a Super Bowl, uh, you know, visit, feels like it's a it's a wasted season. You got Aaron Rodgers. You got probably two years of this guy. Once he's done, what are you going to do? You got to start over again because Zach Wilson is, you know, as as uh, Wooly would say, do do. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the Buffalo Bills. We've got Josh Allen. We've got James Cook, Dalvin's brother. Mm-hmm. We've got Damian Harris, who's coming over from New England to be mm-hmm. there. Niam Hines is now out for the season. You've got Stephon Diggs. You've got Gabe Davis, who had an injured ankle. He's 100% now. And you bring in Dalton King K, this huge monster of a dude, 6'5 from Utah. You got Von Miller on defense, but nobody talks about the Bills defense. We always talk about the Bills offense, Swami. Are you as in and hyped on the Bills, or has their window gotten smaller and smaller? I don't I don't think the the window it did it something happened to the window, right? I I, I don't know if it if it inched down a little bit or not, but something happened. It was some movement there. I don't know if Again, Von Miller's coming back off of an injury, right? Um, we we hope that they'll continue to take some steps forward with this offense, especially bringing in what I think might be the best tight end in this draft, 
this guy's outstanding. I've talked about a couple of tight ends last week, but this joker here, Walls, he pops off. And I talk about you think of Tony Gonzalez. This joker is outstanding. And you add him, he's already got that relationship with um, with Knox. Them two jokers running together, you still got Khalil coming back. You don't know exactly how they're going to bring in you know, Justin Shorter, but he looks possession guy, but he's got some talent and break away from that draft perspective. They have made, I think, the right kind of moves for them this offseason. And it's just, hey, can they stay healthy and kind of develop some momentum and really make a run here? Because if they don't go to the championship game, it's absolutely a disappointment. With the Jets, we're saying, hey, you know, the fans might be let down expectations high. But these jokers have to win the division and they have to go to the championship game or they, or they, they can start to look to do something different there. You know, Willie, they don't want Josh Allen running as much. That's why they brought in Damian Harris. When they get in, in the goal line situations, they want to hand the ball off and not let Josh Allen get injured. They don't want him running for 600 yards anymore. Is, are, the, are the Bills built to win the Super Bowl? Listen, um, they, re- they really do have, you know, the pieces that they need, to be honest with you. I mean, the key thing is going to be Von Miller on defense. You know, because it's a difference when he plays a dumb play. But I'm going to tell you something about It's story time, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Come on and see Uncle Willie. We're about to tell you about a story about Mr. James Cook. You know, because there was an injury this week. Oh, you know, we that, that, that punt returner, Naheem Hines is out. Mr. James Cook, let me tell you something about Mr. James Cook that you may not know. Okay, now, I don't know if you remember a guy named Zach Moss. Pretty stinky. Not too good at all. Average about 0.71 yards, you know, before contact per carry. You know, enter Mr. James Cook on first down. Average 4.14 yards before contact. Explosive. And it carries there. Also, Mr. Cook, you know, on all the downs, averaged 2.69 yards before, you know, before contact, which is third in the league. And you will hear the number one guy, who is Mr. DeAndre Cephas. We'll talk about that when we get to New England. But let's stick on this story right here. The reason that James Cook is going to be important, I think they're going to have to use him more. Uh, you know, I think they're going to have to use him more. And I think that, you know, when you, when, you, when you look at Mr. Cook, he has the explosiveness that you need. He averaged 4.9 yards per carry. He averaged, you know, six yards per touches. As a matter of fact, on his rushing downs, when he rushed the ball 89 times, 27 of them resulted in first downs or touchdowns. This guy is explosive. This guy, you know, when they go to that three wide receiver set, they're going to be explosive. And you add that Mr. You know, Kincaid in there now with that. And I think that they got a, a balance that they're going to, I think they're going to try to run the ball a little bit more. I think they're going to be more balanced this year than you talk about Von Miller. I just think that they do have because you got to remember before before Josh Allen got hurt they were six and one six and one before he hurt that UCL UCL you know that uh, injury that he had then he averaged eighty six yards less per game and a touchdown less per game throwing so it did affect them so you're going to have a healthy Josh Allen now I'm gonna disagree with you Doc on this. I know what they say, what they want to do about him running. But let me tell you something, sir. 
he is still the best thing they got when he get to that goal line. <laughs> I guarantee you he's going to get the damn ball. You know, I know what they say they want to do, but when it, when 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 the, the nuts and bolts get there, guess what's going to happen? He's going to get that ball at the goal line. You know, but I, I do think that Damian Harris will provide some stability there. But I, I, I think that what might have happened to him last year with the Bengals could have been the best thing to happen to him. I think they're going to come together, and I think this might be the year that they go back to the Super Bowl. Swami, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question, Swami, and then I'll let you go. He's James Cook has been mentioned multiple times. Okay, James Cook, and I'm just checking it right here because I want to be accurate. I don't think he ever touched the ball last year. I take it he had one game, one game, right? Yeah, of 20 touches, one. Otherwise, the most carries he had, 14. Otherwise, it was 11, 11, 11. They just didn't feed him the ball a lot. They took very good, I mean, they were very careful not to overuse him. Now, we love his explosion, right? He's like Dalvin in that way. I mean, this guy's as explosive as they come, but they're not giving him the ball. And Josh Allen doesn't throw it to the guys in the back, doesn't throw it to his uh, running backs. He's throwing it to Stephon Diggs. He's throwing it to Gabe Davis. He's throwing it to Khalil Shakir. He's throwing it to your guy, Dalton Kincaid. Are we overvaluing James Cook? I don't, I don't know if if I think because with Moss and Singletary um, kind of being out of his way, I think it opens up at least a few more carries for him. And I think that gives him an opportunity um, once he gets around 16, 18 carries to maybe have a little bit more of an opportunity to develop something with, with, and, and Allen does throw it to the backs a little bit, not, not a lot. So he can get a few there as well. If you, it, I could see it because it opens it up, right? Instead of them um, with all of these, you know, threats they got on the outside, it opens up the middle and underneath. And it's a great opportunity. I think for somebody like cook as dynamic as he is in there. And, and if the bills are smart, they're going to get him more involved. You can't have him dropping back as many times as he has been over the last few. You have to get somebody involved there. This new era, this new phenomenon of goofy stuff, I don't know what they're thinking if you don't try to rely on a back like James Cook and some of these other running backs in this conference to take some of the pressure off both the offense and the QB. And, Don, think about it. Think about it. You know, why not give the ball to James? Because you, you got to. Because why not use them in a way that Kansas City Chiefs will use them when they will utilize them in space? I mean, I think he's going to. I think he's going to play a bigger role this year. I honestly think he's going I, to I play hope a so. Bigger. I think. Look, I, I believe you're right. They just didn't do it last year when he was sitting there on the bench, and there were games he barely even touched the football. Look, <laughs> remember, he had Singletary there. Singletary was having a pretty decent year. Singletary stinks. I know he stinks, but I'm just telling you, he was there. So with, with Moss and him out the way, I agree with Swami. Listen, this dude, you know, it's hard to keep talent off that field. And then you go say, listen, Mr. Josh Allen, can you just dump it down to this dude? Why not dump it down to this dude? This dude is explosive. Get him in space. Yeah, so the, I think problem, the problem is if they dump it down, just, just hear me out. If they dump it down to this dude and they throw it to Kincaid, you know who gets pissed off? Stephon Diggs. Pissed off. That guy wants 12 targets a game. And he, he might have earned 12 a game. I'm just saying that with those with the old regime out, with the single term Marsh regime being being over with, 
it opens the door for him to be able to step up. I couldn't agree more, and I hope it happens. I hope it happens. All right. I want to talk about another team that suffered a big injury, guys, the Miami Dolphins. So let's talk about an injury from last year and an injury from this year. But I think the injury from this year helps the Dolphins fantasy and DFS-wise, and we'll get to that in a second. Firstly, the Dolphins looked great last year when Tua was there, and then when Tua, like, got his head whacked on the, you know, on the, the concrete, on the field, the turf, we didn't see him anymore. I saw Teddy Bridgewater, which is not what I want to see. They bring in Mike White from the Jets, which I think is an upgrade. Okay, I do. This is a great offense. This Devon a chain kid is off the chain. I mean, that's how good this kid is. Watch film. Watch film on him. He is outstanding. You still have Tyreek. You still have Waddle. Now, Jalen Ramsey just injured his meniscus. Good chance he could be out. If you don't have Jalen Ramsey, you know what you have? High-scoring games. And if you have high-scoring games, then Tua, a chain, Mostert, Tyreek, Waddle, all their numbers go up. Really, are you buying into Miami as a playoff contender? And are you buying into Tyreek Hill thinking, I can get 2,000 yards this year? Man, absolutely. But the key is, I'm going to tell you the key, is Mr. Tua, that is the key. He has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy. Now, the thing that I will say is, when you got all that speed and then you add that 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 Devon Acme guy that you're talking about, he is looking like Debo Samuels. They're going to use him like Debo. You know, where he's going to get like about 11 or 12 touches a game. You put this dude in space, and I think he's going to he, – he is going to add something to it. And I'm going to tell you, I was listening to what the coach said that he told the running back since he messed up last year. He's going to run the ball a little bit more than he did last year. He's going to run a little bit more, so they're going to they're going to have it more. But th- let me give you some stuff about Tua, okay, Mister Tua. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Mister Tua because he deserves it. They were three and zero in the beginning of the season when they had Tua. Then he got hurt. They was on three. Then he came back the next game and they went five and zero. And then they had tough games when they played the Bills and Chargers. Basically, they were almost they was like eight and three. When Tua was healthy, when he was healthy, they were winning and they were they were just scaring people. You saw what happened when he plays and when he doesn't play. And if you remember that last game against Green Bay, they were they were eight and six and they were leading. They were leading the game and he threw for over nine or 12 for 229 yards. And then he got hit concussed again. And it was and it was over. And, he, and you remember that. And now this, these stats are just startling when you when you see these stats here. With Tour and Waddle, they combined for with they combined for fifteen touchdowns, two hundred fourteen targets with Tour. Without Tour and all the rest of the quarterbacks, zero t- TDs on seventy three targets. You don't tell me that Mister Tour doesn't make a difference. Well, that's why yes, they brought in Mike White. Mike White when he was with the Jets, wasn't terrible. There were some games where he had he was very good, right? So they had to cover themselves, and Teddy Bridgewater stinks. But the question is, is this a team you're focused on, Willie, in DFS? Like, Absolutely. are you playing them every week? I'm playing Tour, you're playing Hill, and you play Waddle. Absolutely. Then you get this 
there's this Devon guy who might be like one of those little late rounders that, shame, you know, yeah. that, that you get. I mean, but th- I mean, absolutely, they got they have what you need. And I don't think that defense, the defense is not going to be as bad as you think they're going to be. You know, they got Cam Smith, you know, that is that is pretty good. You know, that their their um their draft choice, the second round draft choice. And I'm just I I, I they their defense was one of the top defenses in the league, the front seven last year. I mean, they weren't bad at all. So I I think Miami, but the key is it's gonna be Tua, and, and you're right. With Mike White there, it's gonna be a lot better. I agree with you. So they have somebody. But Tua is the, 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 what makes this engine run. They need Tua. Swami, there's not a lot of depth. You've got Tyreek. You've got Waddle. But you've got Braxton Berrios, Chosen, somebody or other. you got rid of Jasicki, who's now in New England. They are wafer thin, Swami. One injury to this team. It's like a Jenga. It's gone. Can Miami stay healthy? And can they make the playoffs? First up, I'll give a little fun fact. From about 1992 to about 2005 or six, I was the greatest Madden player of all time. Literally, um, you know, on this planet, you talk about Madden and all of those people out there, my victims like Walls and many others, they'll, they'll attest to it. This team would be a great team to play on a video game. With the speed that they have, with what they've done on this offense, and even the way that they play defense, the way they scheme and the way they play it. Ramsey going down is going to hurt. He's outstanding. I probably think he's one of the still top three corners, top five for sure. And and what he's able to do and what he would add to the way that they like to play defense as far as, you know, putting guys on the island, you know, one-on-one, shutting somebody down, he would add another dynamic to that defense. But I want to get back to the offense for a second. Because you mentioned something. You said they were probably a little paper thin. I think they might be at quarterback. And two, I hope he's okay. Talked to him last week, wished him well. I told him, I said, hey, I want him to protect himself, but I want him to go out there if he's healthy and give it his all. If he's able to do that and he's able to stay healthy, it's high expectations for this team. And even though we talked about what they got coming in, it's arcane, by the way, Walls. And this young man coming out of it's Texas. It's a chain, my man. A chain. I call, I call him the A-train because not only would he do out the backfield, don't forget he's a kick returner too, and uh, he can make plays out of the backfield. He can make plays behind the quarterback. He is another weapon that they will have. But before we can get to him, you got most. You got Wilson. Don't forget they brought over Mr. Cedric Wilson. You guys remember him from over there with the Cowboys. They also got, you know, I think one of the most dynamic situations as far as their play calling. When they put Waddle in the backfield, they moving Tyreek Hill around the offense. You start to plug in some of these other guys, it's going to be that who's who, who do you stop, somebody's running open, running down the field. And I don't know if most teams can keep up with it. If two is healthy, I'm, I, even um, last year in those games where it was a little bit of back and forth, it was because they like they likely got down early. I think and he's in a better shape. Is Mike McDaniel, to me, is the best play caller in this division by far. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, he, he's always moving around those guys. There's a lot of formations, a lot of movement. I mean, he gets them open. You know, Willie had talked about, you know, getting guys in space. McDaniel knows how to get those guys in space. Smith, he's, a, he's another decent corner. So they added some depth there as well. And they already had um, good corners there. They already um, had a secondary that was playing well. It's just that the loss right now, Ramsey has probably got them a little bit down. But I think they'll be okay. If they can hold it down until they get back, I think they got something special going on there. Well, the Ramsey thing, guys, Ramsey could be covering Garrett Wilson. Ramsey could be covering Stephon Diggs, right? That's – you're losing that. It's big. I mean, you can't – look, hopefully he's back in eight weeks. Hopefully he's back by week eight and not the playoffs, right, for the team. But I think if he's not back, it's good for, it's good for fantasy. It's good for DFS because that means more scoring. Yeah. All right, Willie, let's talk about this last team here, the New England Patriots. <laughs> this team is a mess. I'm going to make a prediction. I believe there is a 50-50, if not more, chance that Bill Belichick decides to move on after next season. If they do not make the playoffs, I think the Crafts and the Belichicks will part ways. You've got Mac Jones, who is clearly the best quarterback in town. I don't want to hear Bailey Zappi. And you've got Ramondre Stevenson, who I know we all love. But the but the receivers, Devontae Parker, Tyquan Thornton, Hunter Henry, Jasicki, this just feels – it's a great defense, guys, but the offense feels like a mess, Willie. How do the Patriots get out of their own way? I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It looks pretty bleak. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, even with the New England Patriots. But – I will say this. The best thing that they did overall is they moved down to 17th overall and they got that Christian Gonzalez guy, you know, who's going to be a great player. You know, according to Pro Football Focus, the number two cornerback on the board. He's got all the skill sets. I think he's going to make a difference. Now, Ramondre Stevenson, another guy that, you know, you know, when Devin Harris gone, I think is going to get a, a bulk of the carries. And it really, he has a lot of things going for him. You got to understand he, he accounted for 49.4% of the team rushes last year. And, you know, he, he accounted for 36.5%, 39% of their total touches, you know, as a team. But the thing that I was impressed with is he had over a thousand yards. He averaged over five yards per carry. But the thing that he was number one in the league with, he averaged over 3.81 yards after contact. Okay. This is after contact, not before contact, after contact. So this man, this guy runs hard. He runs with a purpose, and he also had over eighty-eight, you know, eighty-eight targets that they threw to him. So that's the that's the only bright spot that I could tell you know tell tell them about the Patriots offensively. But I agree, defensively is where they're going to have to have their talk with as they had made. You know, they got a couple of guys you know defensively that that I like. You know, for the defense outlook. You got Jordan, 15.5 sacks, like that. Then you got – he had also had eight run stuffers. Then you have the Dietrich's wise. He's a, he's like a, a edge guy. He had like 11 quarterback hits, 7.5 sacks. And then also they had one – there's Jose Uki that had oh, like – Oh, Yeah, he had 14 quarterback hits and he has 11.5 sacks. 
That's what they had. But see, the reason they got in this position they got in, I don't know if you remember, 2021, they spent over $291 million in free agency. They went, you remember that they did a non-New England Patriot thing by spending all, all that money on free agents. It didn't work out. Okay. And then you got to remember the next year they had to let four, five or six starters go. And now they and the medium, but that's what put them in a hole when they went for all those free agents. I mean, listen, New England, I ain't got nothing for you, to be honest with you. I ain't got nothing for you. That's all I got for you about New England. I don't see they stink. They suck. Does any team with Bill Belichick stink? This thing, this team stinks. Huh? All right, Swami. DeAndre Hopkins was a free agent. And I don't think he was ever going to play in New England with Bill O'Brien, who he couldn't stand back when they were with Houston. But they signed Devontae Parker to a big contract. They bring in Juju Smith-Schuster, who is clearly their best receiver right now. I mean, Mac Jones basically drops back and looks for Juju every single time. And you've got this kid, Tyquan Thornton, who runs a 4-2. Can there be anything there? Can Bill O'Brien dial it up at all? Is Juju a guy on Sundays that we will put in our DFS lineups because he's going to see the ball eight or nine times a game? Can you find me anybody outside of Stevenson that we want to use? Doc, you looking for a magician or a priest? Oh. I'm not neither one. <laughs> so you don't got either one of me. They're taking, I think, rebuilding to the outer limits. I think they had a dozen draft picks this year. How could a team have – I don't even know why you would want to bring in that many guys when you, I mean, haven't addressed some of your major issues, right? And even through the draft, they got a lot of decent picks, but they didn't get any necessarily, necessarily standout picks other than the aforementioned Christian – Gonzalez, who is outstanding, by the way. He's probably right up there with like a sauce garner. He's probably right up there with like, um, you know, some of those good young prospects that come into the league that's going to have an impact right away. So he's without question the guy. But the first, where we really need to focus at and where we really need to look to, I think, is are they going to be able to have some success on that offense? Are they going to be able to kind of keep the defense off the field and I think they'll have some success by kind of controlling the games letting their defense put them in good position short field thing like that and I think the focus for them is going to probably be the running game and Stevenson and that's where I would probably um, want to focus at from a DFS perspective yeah I agree with that all right I want to get to a couple more things first let's wrap up the AFC East who's coming in first Willie Wallace, who's coming in first? Bills. Swami, who's coming in first? Bills. I'll take the Jets. I'll take the Bills second. You guys, who do you guys have second? I got the Dolphins. <laughs> if two is healthy, Dolphins. Willie? It's close. I'm a guy, I, I, I think three going to come out of that. I think three. Are coming out. I of do that. too. I, I do three. three. I'm gonna go. They might concuss too. I'm gonna go with the Jets. <laughs> All right. So Willie's got Buffalo, Jets, Miami, 
I've got Jets, Buffalo, Miami. Swami's got Buffalo, Miami, Jets. And then, of course, Patriots and the poo-poo. Yeah. Did you, guys, did you guys see DraftKings put out its uh, the first uh, Sunday's you know uh, prices? You know it. <laughs> Have you already picked a team? Have you already picked a game? Have you already highlighted I, I, some people? I, I haven't yet. You know, because I we cause just I want to see that we played. I just looked at it, but looked, smelling it, it, I'm like, look at the price and yeah, sniff, yeah. sniff around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's when it starts. But see, when it's going to start flowing is when we when we start seeing these little preseason games, and then we get the training camp reports, and that's when it's going to start flowing, and and then that's when we can make a. But right now, too many things going to happen as we see Joe Burrow getting hurt. You know, that really, that, that, I mean, he's going to be, I think he's going to be fine, but man, you know, oh, he's, out all preseason. he's out all preseason. No, yeah, doubt. But I, I think, I think that was a calf and I, I think he'll, he'll be able to get back in there. Um, and, and, and maybe, maybe um, start practicing again around that third or fourth week. So there's a doctor who I know well, she's an orthopedist based out of uh, New England. And she covers a lot of WEI and Patriot stuff. And she said the teams who have been the most successful over the last few years have been the teams that have minimized the lower leg extremity injuries. Mm-hmm. The calves, the groins, the thighs, the, the quad, all the, the hamstrings. If you can keep those down, you can win. Now, all of a sudden, with teams, these guys don't do anything in June. And all of a sudden, in July, you got to run at full speed. These things are happening, and it's like, who can stay the healthiest, the longest, and also not get injured in training camp, guys? I mean, I would fully expect that we're going to see 10 more of these types of things. Uh, the Saints just lost a guy today. The Saints just lost an alignment today. Done. That's it. I mean, it seems like every day there's another player. And what's, what's the scary part is when you get the non-contact injuries. That's that's the one that's, you know, that's scary there, and and it's going to – this game is attrition. You know it as, a, as well as – I know the team that can stay the healthiest, you know, is going to, yeah. is going it's, to be – It's hard to go into the season with injuries. They got 17 games you got to get there. If you start off with a bad wheel, that ain't yeah, good. No. Agree. But my allegiance to the Ravens won't allow me to shed a tear for Mr. Joe Barrow. But y'all keep that between us. Yeah. Joe Barrow is a, a good kid. I love him. I think he's funny. I think he's a leader. I think he's talented. Honestly, there's nothing I don't like about Joe Burrow as a player, right? He's a guy to me, even if you're a Raven fan, you have to respect Joe Burrow, right? Oh, you you respect the heck out of him. That's that's why you're not mad that he got missed some practice time. We want him out there to compete, but I don't need him out there sharpening his tools. That's the only thing I'm saying. Now, was there rumor, Willie Wall, that you ran a 4-2-6? In the ten yard dash. Oh hell no! Oh hell to no! <laughs> don't even don't even start that. Oh hell no! It was a rumor that he ate four pancakes twenty six times. <laughs> that was the rumor. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. So next week, let's do NFC North. Okay. Okay. A little Fair. North, little Vikings, little Bears, little Packers, little yeah. very little. <laughs> that should be short. You don't like the Lions? You don't yeah, like no. the Vikings? 
the lions, yes. the lions, are, the the lions. You know, for once, they are the favorites. I think in I, that I division. I just don't like the Vikings without Mister Cook as much. I know he stayed in the tub a little bit, but he was well, he was. We'll he was talk about that. I think Alexander Madison was the most underrated guys. And then before yeah. we go, tell me your thoughts about real quick Justin Fields. Yay or nay, Swami? Yay or nay? I like what he was doing last year. <laughs> yes, sir. Some people, some, some people try to poo-poo him. Not me. Mm-mm. This guy, if the, if the offensive line is a little better and he got more weapons, mm-mm. I like Mr. Fields. Okay. He has Mr. Fields will be part of our conversation. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure. And I'm going to give yeah, you a guy that I want you guys studying up on this guy. Take a look at Jordan Love. I have a little more like for Jordan Love than most people. Just saying. I, I, I know I, you're all ready to poo on I got Michael No, Jordan. no, no, no. We're open-minded. He's but legit. we'll see. I got, right, we'll I, see. Got, I got Martel Jordan. This is how we do it. <laughs> All right. For Doc and Swami and Willie Walls, we wish you a great week. Be well and take, take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.